Hey everybody, it's Corey Mosley and this is the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast, strategy, testimony, and real talk for all things entrepreneurship. And it starts right now. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Mosley, and we are in for another great show. You're in for another great show, a great treat. I'm covering a topic that I think doesn't get talked about enough, and it's this combination of patience, it's this combination of skill versus your business, and having the courage to go back at it again when it doesn't work out the first time. So I I think that's an important thing that people think about. So many people give up too often or they go through an experience, it doesn't work out, and then they kind of never revisit it. And and then ultimately we know what happens, right? We have all this regret about it. And we live in a society where a lot of us, you know, we want it fast, we want it now, but sometimes it takes 10 years to come back around and and do it again. So I, I have a guest who, really has lived that experience and and has come out on top in a way uniquely to really tell that story, especially inside the services business when we're working with customers and clientele. So much can happen with that environment. You guys have heard me talk about how you could be the best at your trade or your thing, but that doesn't necessarily translate to the other things it takes to run a business. Taking care of your customers, inventory management, knowing your costs, and some of these other factors, marketing, sales that drive your business. So my guest today, is as you guess it, you guys are usually used to this. I mean, I, I am trying to introduce you to obviously new people as well, but you know, I always like to go uh, back in history to bring on friends, people I've seen that have worked to build their business and, and this entrepreneurial circle that, you know, I'm blessed to live within. So I'm bringing you uh, another gentleman who I've known for probably almost 20 years and I've watched his business evolve and, and really live that testament. And I'm talking about. Michael Patrick Reeves. He is uh, a a master stylist. He works in the three-dimensional art form, uh, which I think is very interesting. But he's fine-tuned his abilities to make every style he executes unique to the individual. Now, he's born and raised in New Jersey, Jersey in the house, not only less than 10 miles from New York City, which we all know to be the fashion mecca. So the trendy energy of that city had a great influence on his artistic approach to hairstyling. And ultimately, he transitioned from simply being a master barber to a hairstylist early in his career and really helped him develop a keen eye for balance and weight. That's important in the hair world for all of you that don't care about that stuff. But he's celebrating over 25 years in the hair industry. He's been trained by some of the top educators in some of the best facilities, names you would know like Aveda, Bumble and Bumble, L'Oreal, and Wella Academy, just to name a few. Currently, he's the owner and featured at the Michael Patrick Hair Studio, which, of course, he owns. Michael, thanks for joining the show today. Thanks, Corey. Thanks for having me, man. So I I wanted to have you on particularly about this topic. I I want to... I want to make you think about. I want to make you relive some moments that you that you had tried yeah. to forget about for, for for the for the benefit of our audience today. So I appreciate you okay. coming on. You know, listen. I know it's not too often that you you know maybe get to share the story or or really have thought mm-hmm. about the impact of the story. But it really, I think it really is valuable to everybody. And you know, I want to go back to a time where. You owned your own business. You owned your own salon. And what years would you say that was approximately? Uh, probably um, 
anywhere from 2000 to 2004. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was the last last salon that I owned in Jersey. Yeah, I met you in 2000, and then you you know mm-hmm. you relocated about what in 04. Is that about right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Going back to 2000, 2004, you've got your own salon. You're skilled in this area. Now, you have this skill, right? You had a lot of things going on you guys were doing. You had a partner. You were doing hair shows. Um, right. you, there was a lot of buzz about you guys. You guys had a lot of flavor in, in the market, Jersey City, just a right. lot of activity, right? You had clients and customers. Um, you were I was one. Seat. Yeah, when I, when I had more hair, I was one of those customers, <laughs> right? And, Absolutely. Yep. I like that, too. Yeah, what, what was Thank interesting, you. right, was you had this business, you were making money, right? People were, I right. mean, the one thing I can tell everybody, I mean, for all my, for all the women that listen to the show, you guys know what it costs to take care of your hair. So that obviously is a, a business that has a lot of profit in it and, and it's no cheap thing um, to do. So there was obviously money coming in. You guys had a lot of buzz. There was, there was customers, but you, in, in honesty, when you look back on it now, right, there was a lot of things inside that business that you probably would say you might, you know, have done differently back then. And I want to, oh, I want to yeah. focus on, I want to focus on some of those things that, <laughs> that um, we'll talk about your business today. But let's go back uh-huh. for a moment and, and talk about kind of how you were running that business and and now that you look at it, some things that you might have done differently. Okay. Well, yeah, I think. I appreciate that. Uh, it's always important to go back so you can go ahead and wow. So back then, we, we were definitely popular uh, for, for the youth and urban area where we were located right. at, and uh, you know we were well known in this in this as they say the streets. Um, right. And with that being said, we had that kind of mentality too. We were very talented, but um, had no business skills at all um all right so when you guys definitely... decided to open a shop right you you said let's open mm-hmm. a shop and right. one day you were closed and the next day you were open like there was no right who, right right who, how, how do we do this who's going to train us on this i mean right i remember you I'm... literally I, I remember this i remember you literally mm-hmm. stopping people's hair mid-hair and saying i'll be right back and going to the beauty store <laughs> right like like, like oh yeah, stuff. I mean, right? I mean, Absolutely, man. It was so, it was it was horrible. Custom our customer <laughs> service was horrendous. Um, I I mean, there was times I'd run, being so close to the city, I would I would have somebody under the dryer and run to the city real quick to grab some something. I mean, one time I did that, and uh, my car got towed. I was running to the to the coach store. My car got towed. I had to call my father and to come and let the client out from under the dryer while I was uh, had to so catch she didn't burn her hair up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, listen, I we mean, can look at it and laugh now. Obviously, it wasn't yeah, funny. It wasn't it funny. It was not just, funny then. Oh, my God. Years ago. But, but, you know, I we were the blind leading the blind. Yes. You know, and that's what that was. And um, so part of my challenge with, like, like, family businesses, like, I see this with restaurants. Mm-hmm. People, I used to, when I travel, I you know, oh, I'm going to try the local flavor. And I have to be right. honest, I've pared back from that. Uh-huh. Versus, you know, oh Corey, why you go to all these chains? Well, I go to these chains because I, I not only can expect consistency, but the other thing is I can hold people accountable, right? Absolutely. If, if I have a bad experience at Morton Steakhouse, I can call the corporate office, right? And, uh, you know, I'm gonna get some coop. I- I'm getting some free. <laughs> I'm getting so- something's gonna happen, right? And yep. I find in like the the local restaurants, like old Gail doesn't like what you have to say about her food. She just throw you out, like you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Do you, 
do you think you had that that air about about it like when you had those issues when people were unhappy like what what was your attitude at the time um my attitude along with my my business partners was uh we were like um you should be happy that we're doing your hair (laughs) right that was our attitude which was horrible and and, you know but at at the time being young and just dumb and just thinking that you know talent will carry everything else yes um, that that was the ignorant part of of probably without our under undertone mission statement <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's kind of what we live by and uh it definitely um didn't help us at the end you know or, or at the beginning or even in the middle you know because it's, you cannot run it's it's a, called a business for a reason it's you right. know and, and and it has to be conducted and such and that's one thing that um you know, deep down inside, I knew something had to change, and um, mm. and going along this route, and I, you know, I knew we were, we were, I I wasn't the type of business owner that I wanted to be, and I knew I had to kind of recalibrate and regroup, but I I, I was kind of stuck because I didn't know how to do that, you know, and it's crazy right. because living in that area, you know, you have access to every and anything, and right. I still didn't know how to go about well, recalibrating. See See if you agree with this. I think mm-hmm. so many people, which is why I never like, I, I never want anybody referring to me as a motivational speaker or anything like that. Um, uh-huh. Because I think that motivational piece is like, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. And then mm-hmm. most of them leave you without the how. And you said it, right? Yeah. You're like, I know I should be better, but how? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's there's a million books you can read about mindset and getting yourself in the in, get ready for success and present yourself and get your get your mind together right. but what what really your issue ultimately was the the technical details right exactly. uh, of inventory management right I, sally's mm-hmm. beauty supply no should clue be waiting for me to roll in i should be getting <laughs> deliveries right right exactly exactly so, and i thought that was cool i mean that's the frame of mind that that right in at the time you know horrible just horrible and uh, what was the turning point for you i think that i tell you the turning point was for me is um in in my runs to different beauty shops to get to get inventory as my clients are waiting for me i i I, I ran to this one place in bayonne and i knew the owner and his his salon was like beautiful man i went in there and i was like wow this is man this is cool and you know he had a beautiful setup in the back with his stations and stuff like that. And up front he had retail. I'm like, wow, man, you know, I, I would love to have a situation like this, man. I, I would love to be in this type of situation and have my, my business like this. And, you know, they just seemed very organized and very professional, well-dressed. Everybody was, you know, just running a business. Service was on point. Yeah, they were running, <laughs> right. exactly running right. a business. Uh, running right. a business. So I think that really uh, touched my inner entrepreneurship spirit. Like I just knew I was like, this is this is how you're supposed to do it, Mike. And right. um that triggered that triggered everything else going forward from from there, you know. I knew that I had to uh just recalibrate and I had to leave the my situation and that was leaving the business and leaving and leave the city to to kinda just start fresh and be humble. 
And, and let me ask you, you mentioned partnership, right? Being in partnership with somebody, you know, we have a right. lot of people out there that are thinking about, Hey, you know, uh, me and my best, my bestie, you know, uh-huh. while we get together and, and open right. this business, whatever it is, talk, uh-huh. talk to me because your partner, you had a relationship with, um, it wasn't right. strictly business. You had a friendship with prior to that. Right. What, what happened? Did, did your thinking change before theirs or how did that kind of go down when you started saying, man, you know what? I'm probably going about this wrong. I don't know that his opinion changes the same way as yours. You know, one thing I do regret about, I mean, uh, the gentleman, he, we were really good friends, um, kind of like family. And, and one thing I, 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 you know, I do regret was I got inspired in that uh, space that I was in and I never communicated that to him for one. So I really didn't give him the opportunity to even, even grow with me. Right, mm. right. So I was kind of intimidated as to what he would say or do. So I just never pitched that to him. So, you know, um, I just knew that I had, I was just worried about me and not thinking about the whole, our business as, you know, as, as a conglomerate and what we could do going forward. I just took for granted that he wouldn't be on board with that. But I should have, you know, to this day, I should have given him an opportunity to to see, to see where my head was at at the time. Um, we're still good friends and everything, but I just never, I just told him that I was leaving. I, I didn't tell him <laughs> nice you know, why or anything <laughs> like that. I was just, <laughs> I just said, you know, man, I'm going to move to uh, Virginia. My, my my parents out there, and I just want to be closer to them. And that was part of the reason, but uh, most of the reason was um, that there was a salon out there that that um, was going to help me recalibrate. And um, right. I, I probably could have did it there if I gave him the option, and I did. And and maybe you know, it's a good thing things happened the way they did. But I still should have, um, you know at least gave him the opportunity to see where my head was at at the time. And that's and listen, one thing people, people, right. People make mistakes. That's what we have opportunities yep. for now for you making this change. I'm curious. Was it, what did revenue, did you, were you not making as much money anymore? Were, were you losing customers? Like what, what was the, what was kind of that vibe that, you know, the money wasn't the same. It wasn't fun anymore. I was, we were having more customer issue. Was there something unique in that situation that was happening? I just felt like I was um, not getting my value. Mm. You know, and, and I didn't know. I, I didn't know how. Your skill exceeded that. the market. Your skill exceeded the market that you were in. You know, and the funny thing about that is um, now that I'm trained up the way I am. No, my skills certainly didn't. But in my mind, I thought that, man, you, know, you should be creating more value and you're not in a position to create more. You can't just say you want more or, you know, a higher, you, you want to go up on your prices or charge more or whatever right. without being uh, educated. And I knew that I needed to go and get educated and, and fully like on the business of hair along with uh, upping my game with knowing the science of hair. And right. um, yeah, that, I think it was it, the money thing. It wasn't we, we still were doing OK, but I just felt like I was working way harder than I needed to be. Mm. And I couldn't explain why, but I just knew that that well, you didn't have, I was you obviously didn't it. have systems in place. You didn't have oh, some efficiencies totally. in place to, to really run yeah. that business. Right. <laughs> I didn't know what a system was. I'm going to be honest. I, I mean, there were, I, there were I mean, we were friends. You know, we mm-hmm. we had, yeah. I've been introduced to you from a mutual friend, and and we kind of became friends. But it really was difficult because mm-hmm. you were. I mean, I was. I, I, I mean, I 
always been professional in my mind, right? right? I've always had this kind of demeanor. So it was very tough. It, there were a lot of, there were instances in that relationship where like you just weren't, you just didn't show up or like right. my whole day off was like, like dude, I'm, I only get one day off. Like this is, right. you know, when I was working, I mean, when I was working for somebody and, and, and that whole deal, it's like, it was such a cavalier. There were just these tense <laughs> moments because I'm not, I don't know, it's going to be super confrontational, but it was like, man, this dude really sucks at, right. <laughs> at running his and, business. So, and, I, and I, and I did. <laughs> So, so you get this idea. Your family's in Virginia. You relocate. Mm-hmm. You have this opportunity because obviously you do have the skill. You have this opportunity to now go work for one of the top stylists in the game, a guy named Nesbit. I think it's his name, right? Yeah, um, that's correct. It's uh-huh. Sly Stallone and all these guys. He's <laughs> he's running in all these circles. You have an opportunity yeah. to go there now. You're an employee now. You're not big dog. You're not, right. you're not your name on on the thing outside. You're, it's nope. not your shop. Now you've got to show up, clock in, and play the game. Yeah, the walk pressure. Me, yeah, walk me through that. You know, walk us through that kind of that adjustment and what? How, how, what did you learn? I mean, you know, what? How did that change everything for you? It. You know, I felt like um, it was funny because when they sent me the. Uh, what they were going to pay me and everything like that. I was, I was taking a big hit, but I just knew that this particular salon was well known in Manhattan. Right. And I was All like, the way wow, in Manhattan. That, yeah. Right. That, and that's, right. that stymied me for me. I'm like, man, this, this salon in Virginia is known, I mean, and well, and, and well respected in the industry. And I was like, wow. They, and they want to train me. So, you know, I, I'm going to take advantage of the situation. So uh, when I got there, you know, I was, very humble. I wasn't, wasn't scared of hard work because, you know, uh, prior military and, and just growing up, I, I've been right. working since I was like 12 years old. So that part. You didn't have the arrogance. You didn't have any arrogance no, about no. it or anything. Okay. I, I, I went in humble and I just um, knew that um, I had to go in and, and just be a sponge, right. not knowing that I would have to work, uh, you know, 10 hour days, six days a week. Right. You know, and uh, boy, that Surprised. was like, that was a hair boot camp for real. But <laughs> I think, you know, I thank God for it because I learned, I learned from great people and I learned um, the business of hair. I learned that, you know, it's not only talent, but you, you have to right. execute, you yes. know, uh, a business. You, ha- you have to have a game plan. You have to have, uh, you know, you have to have structure. And and, yes. and those are the things that, you know, and besides learning, oh, man, support system, I, I learned, you know, how, you know, you got to have a team and, and you got to you, you got to have a, a solid team and, and take right. care of your team. And the consequences, um, right, of not not showing up, not, not right, <laughs> I mean, right. You know what I mean? And not, not being on time. Right. Yeah, you can't uh, say get out if you customers. don't like it. Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, I still had that was the thing when I when I went in there. I still had this New York attitude, like, you know, what are you upset about? You know, right, and right. they pulled me to the side. And I'm like, listen, man, you can't, you and can't this is high shit clients like that. You right? From, this is you went from urban clientele to this whole different world, right? Very elite country club clientele. Yeah, well, you know? yeah that's so, a good way of putting it. And, and I and I seven hundred dollars haircuts, you know, right? Exactly. And I just, I'm so happy that I, you know, was able to, to learn from these people. And I got in when when they were like at their highest level. And the great thing about being there too, I got in as they sold the business and I learned everything, what to do as far as like uh, having a productive business. And 
I, I was there as they were on the downside of the business because they sold it to someone else, and I learned a lot of what not to do. How you can crush, uh, how you can kill a, a business that's running smoothly exactly. too. Exactly. So it was right. it was a great experience, and um, I, I'm really thankful for that. And, and I just got to understand uh, having a culture in your in your business too is very important. You mm. got to create a culture, and um, especially when you're dealing with. Um, in the hair industry or any type of service industry, I think uh, creating a culture is very important. People tend to overlook that too. Now, when you made this transition, you're like, okay, I need to. I, I was running my own deal for four years, um, mm-hmm. but I, I'm taking a I'm taking a step back. I'm taking a step back financially. I'm taking a step back to now. You know, I'm I'm an employee, right? Did mm-hmm. you go into it knowing that you were going to? It, it, not necessarily it was going to be next year, it was going to be two years or five years, but did you go into it knowing that eventually you would reemerge with your own studio again? Yeah, I did. I had that. That was uh, definitely in the back of my mind. Um, I've always known that uh, eventually that I would uh, do my thing again. Just when the timing was right, you know, I had little right. kids at the time so kind of wanted to see them grow up and participate in their lives as you as well because as you know running a business is it's kind of like having a child and um just wanted to be uh there for them at the time but i always knew in the back of my mind when the timing was right that um i would i would be at it again you know i just always when i think when you're an entrepreneur at heart you're always you're just that you right know, that's who you are as a person you can't shake it you know, even if you want to, you just can't. Right. It's a part so, of who so, you are. So it became more of a strategy. Now, so, mm-hmm. and again, I mean, obviously I can get specific. I, I know the story, so I want right. so I can pick <laughs> these key areas. So now you move mm-hmm. on from this, you move on from this salon um, after a number of years. So it wasn't like you were there a minute, you know, you, you were there right. a few years. Now you move on to another premier salon in this, in that, the market area you were in. Uh, exactly they're top of the game as well you come in Mm -hmm. and you go through kind of their process right and you go on to to really do so well that they create a whole nother level right 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 exactly you became what the mat what what was the elite master stylist the the elite master style so you're basically at that point one of the hottest in-demand stylists in a whole city right Correct. Yeah. So, sure. so how do you, you don't have to be, you know, shy. So, so uh, <laughs> nobody's ever made up an additional title for me anywhere. I or So now obviously that's a couple different reasons, right? You, you're trying to hold on to your superstar. You're trying to do this. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, 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 you're back, right? This is fast forward 10 years later. You're, mm-hmm. you, you, you've had patience. I mean, you're making plenty, you're making plenty of money. You're a six figure earner. You're at the top right. of the game in the area. Uh, you've got other things going on, makeup, and you're you're in demand for weddings, all this other stuff. But right, something's still sitting behind. Something's what's that sitting in your ear about? Mm. You know, is it time? And you and I would have these conversations, mm. right? In, right, in, yeah, in, in yeah, directly, yeah. Right? So you know, is it time? Right. I want to do this. You know, is it is it about the kid? Is it about what? Right. What made that point? Because. One could argue you had a perfect setup. You had consistent yep. clientele. You were at the top of the game. You were respected in your area. You were actually teaching yep. some classes and doing right. some other things. So what makes you go, I'm going to put up my savings and go sign <laughs> leases and have a, have a studio built out and, and 
I'm you I'm going to relocate to one of the hottest areas, but not completely local to my customers. And right. will they come with me? I mean, right. Th- that industry is very personal and people don't like change. Mm-hmm. People like so. So talk to us a little bit about that. Oh, wow. That's that's a, that's a good question there, man. Let's, <laughs> let's see. That's why I host. I'm good at this stuff. (laughs) You are good at that. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't say it was like, I think, you know, once that seed is in you, it's planted as far as uh, being a business owner, entrepreneur, um, it's it's in you. So like I said before, like before when when I was in that place back to Bayonne, where I saw that salon and I was like, you know, I could do this. I, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's like when me and you used to have our talks, when we used to go out to eat and stuff like that, a part of it was a confidence thing. So after a while, I felt that I had, you know, I would train like crazy. And um, I remember you saying, you probably don't even remember you saying this, but <laughs> you were like, man, how much training are you going to get before you start executing what you, right. what you know? Right. And um, that, that stuck with me. And, um, mm. Yeah, I'm like, man, I, I'm I'm using learning as an excuse now yes. when I have to, you know, step out on faith and just um, you know, I know what I know and right. I and I don't know what I what I don't know. So right. um I've been around great people and great business owners because this is this last line that I worked for, man, and then and they're still in business doing very well. Um they um they taught me a lot, just a lot about um systems. Mm. And I had no clue about that. And um, just, just they learning you all of that. Left, no, but the funny part <laughs> about it is I, I ran into them a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And we're going to do lunch next month. They, uh, you know, you know, when you work for somebody for 11 years, you know, you kind of, it's kind of like family. And right. I guess they were upset that I left. And I, and I understood that because I was one of the top earners there. Right. And, um, you know, um, they just. What percentage of your go. clientele, what percentage of your clientele do you think came, would you say came with you? I'd say uh I'd say a strong seventy to eighty percent. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And uh, you know, I'm I'm blessed because that doesn't always happen. Especially when you move from one side of the town to the other. I, I when you I was th- in Jersey, I moved you think from that would happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I just lost, getting ready I to say that. Clients. No, it wouldn't happen. We're moving across the street. <laughs> I lost clients. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm not crossing that street to come right. get my hair done. Uh-huh. Exactly. I mean, that, that is phenomenal. But it's a testament, right, to building that relationship. To because yeah. I mean, obviously, the hair game is a is a relationship business. It's I mean, mm-hmm. it's something super personal. But yeah. now, you know, you maintained your premium. I know mm-hmm. because I pay my wife's bill uh, when she goes there. So, so uh, that's after discount. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's after friends and family discount. But yeah, no doubt. <laughs> So now you go make this move. You're you're in this in this hustle bustle area now. That's on really on the come up yeah. in this market. And what what are you thinking now? You've got this. You, you you're like I'm back at it again. I'm what what did you? What are some of the key things you think you did differently? First of all, I got great advice. Um, I remember I was gonna um, leave the place. And it, it, you know, it's funny how it comes back to you because you. I mean, me and you talk quite a bit, and it, yeah. you know the story. I remember uh, right before where I'm at, I was going to sign a lease with this uh, gentleman that I used to work with. He he, he owns uh, I remember that, some, yeah. Uh, yeah, some some buildings down that way, and uh, I didn't want to do it, and I knew it wasn't it just didn't feel right in my my, my soul and my spirit. Like, and so uh, I talked with you about it, 
and you know, you gave me confirmation on what I needed to do and needed and what I didn't need to do. And uh, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. I, again, thank you for not letting me uh, jump that <laughs> <laughs> jump that bridge because that would have been a bad move. Um, the location right. was correct where I, where I needed to be, and I know I needed to be there, but I didn't need to be there with anybody else because, like you told me, why would I why would I work for somebody else at this point? Right. And and man, that like that that stuck with me. It's like, man, this guy's correct. I mean, he knows me from 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 day one, and right, you know, I'm I'm not making, I'm I'm just making like a a, a lateral movement there. You know, I'm not. Right. It's not it's not benefiting from me. It was it was the big picture when I'm going to have everybody. You know, the way you said it, it really. And you know how to talk to me because you you know you gave it some raw, and that's what I needed to hear. So yeah, after we after we had that talk, shout out to my coaching clients. Down. They yeah. my coaching clients. They know they know uh, the deal. Yeah. So so for you guys yes, listening sir. that are in my coaching program, you know that it's not yeah, just man. you uh, that that gets it straight from me. So yeah, yeah. that's great, no doubt. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I took I I fell back and I had patience. I, I waited it out. I, I, I waited it out for the next situation. I, I, you know, I thought I was supposed to be close to where I had left, which was right. on the West side of town. Right. Um, but, um, and, and I looked at a few places and, um, they, they, I, I had one locked down and, you know, it wasn't where I was supposed to be. So that didn't work out at the end. Um, I was going to gut a whole place out and everything, but the uh, landlord wound up not being, uh, just not being a, a cool guy. So, Thank God so the right the right the right situation came to you now. Yeah. So so what advice? Because listen, there was a there was basically a um, fifteen year gap, mm-hmm. almost you know, right between yeah. between doing your own deal, stepping back from that, staying in your field. Like it wasn't like, mm-hmm. hey, I it didn't work for me in in the hair business, and I went to you know uh, you know do lacrosse or something, right? You right stay in right. your field. Right. What do you say to somebody listening to this that mm-hmm. is maybe they're making a lot of mistakes in their deal right now. Maybe they, mm-hmm. they have to step back, but they're going, man, I, I don't know. Could I step back? Could I not do my thing or or could I really humble myself for 15 for 12 years? Mm-hmm. Right. Right? I mean, you weren't an apprentice. You were making money. You were taking care of right. your family. You were you were doing all these things. Really, mm-hmm. really, even restructuring kind of your whole financial structure. Right, learning mm-hmm. new things about money and money management all through that process. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you say to somebody that's like, can I have that kind of patience? Can I have that? What, what advice would you give them? So, what I would give them is first find what you. It's so cliche, but find right. what you love to do. You know, if you love doing what you do, you could do it for free if you, if you had to. And I, I just love the industry of here. I love, uh, I just love the industry. So I was able to kind of fall back and be a student of the, of the hair game. Did and, you know uh, it would be 14 years before you do open your own studio again? No, that, no, not at all. I, I, you know, the funny thing about it was I never, and I, I never gave myself a time as far as like, okay, I'm going to do it in 10, five. What I just said, I'm just going to keep learning and be the best at what I do. And right, then everything be, else be will honest. take care of itself. Uh-huh. Be honest here. How okay. long do you think you procrastinated more than oh. you should have to? Now, great. It all worked out. Now you got 7% of your business. Right. Your business uh-huh. is thriving. You've got a great location. You're in a hot mm-hmm. area. Uh, all that's great. But 
how long did you true oh, being honest with yourself now in reflection how many more years did you stay when you really should have probably made the move i'd say or, I or do you not probably. believe you did or do you not believe you can procrastinate I know you did. I, at the, at oh, the right. end, I did, for sure. I, I definitely, between, I think I stayed maybe three to five years too long. Yeah, I think, I agree with that. That's fair. Yeah, I, I'd say three to five years. Yeah, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree yeah, with I, that. I, yeah. I, I'd say that. And um, yeah. I, I definitely could have been doing other now, things now, and you, building you have my the brand. Same- Right, and you have the same conversation that a lot of people have. Oh man, I'm making mm-hmm. money. I mean, I've got a buddy now. I know he wants to do something bigger, and right. uh, he's like, "Man, but I'm making so much money doing this." Right, right. <laughs> you know, I, right. yeah, this. You know, mm-hmm. the, the titles maybe not as important to me, or some other things. Mm-hmm. But right, but man, I'm, I mean, I'm making so much money, and that. Yeah. And then you go, oh, I got to wait for my kid to graduate. No, like so, mm-hmm. the you same story you told yourself, right? Yeah, you find right. But you would have been just, I believe you would have been just in the same position to take care of your family as you are now three years prior, yeah. right? Oh, um, yeah, I'm not accelerated. So right. I think right. um, sure. I think that's awesome. All right. So let me pivot for a second. Let's give some people uh-huh. some insight. I call this the entrepreneurship rapid fire section. This is um, okay. a series of questions I'm going to ask you, and I just want your immediate answer. First thing that comes to head. It talks about some preferences that you're into as an entrepreneur. Are you ready? I am ready. Fire All right. PC or Mac? Mac. Favorite credit card for small business? Ooh. Uh, Discover, uh, what is that? It. Discover it, it. Visa, whatever. Okay, Discover. Uh, <laughs> first person to say that. Uh, phys- are you a physical <laughs> planner or a digital planner person? I'm old school. I'm physical. Physical planner? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite software right now to manage your business? Booker. Starbucks, Dunkin', or other? Other, yeah, I'm, I'm a small coffee shop type of guy. All right, little Blanchards for you, something like that. I like the lamp lamp lighter, yeah. Lamp lighter, okay. Blanchard's pretty okay. Cool. Uh-huh, yeah, I uh-huh. like Blanchards, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got that little shishi fufu store now. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. right across the street over there from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Um, when, it, when it comes to thanking people, are you a thank you card or thank you email kind of person? I'm old school, man. I'm a thank you phone call. Thank you phone call. Okay, that's the first oh, one. Right, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who cares about answering the question that you're asked, right? Thank you, phone call. <laughs> so when it, comes, when it comes to learning, hardcover book, a tablet, or an audio book? Audio. Audio. What would you say is your next big goal? Uh, my next big goal is a product line. Your own product line? Yes, sir. And when, when do you see that going live? That's going live for sure. Uh, well, Hopefully, six months from now, a year from now, what do you think? Uh, a year to three. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you could have one day with any mentor that's still alive, that's alive right now, who would that person be? That's alive right now. Yeah, one day with any mentor, who would that be? Hmm. Wow, so many good guys out there. Uh. <laughs> no dead air on the podcast. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who's coming to your head? The the, the Amazon guy. I like Jeff the Bezos. way he, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, he, he, he did his thing quick. If you really do the math. <laughs> right. Man, for what so, he's worth now, how fast he turned that around. Yeah. Impressive. He wasn't playing any games. Jeff Bezos. Mm-mm. He was focused. Our final segment is entrepreneurship trivia. I'm going to ask you an entrepreneur question, a trivia question. It's multiple choice, so you at least have a shot. You got a 33% <laughs> chance of getting it right. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> I am ready. 
how much <laughs> revenue how much revenue did microsoft oh, make in its first year of operation Ooh. here are your choices a ten thousand five hundred dollars b twelve thousand two hundred and fifty dollars or c sixteen thousand five dollars what was a again ten thousand five hundred dollars b is twelve thousand two fifty and c is sixteen thousand and five i'd say b b is that your final answer yeah that would be wrong <laughs> the answer <laughs> Don't worry, a lot of people get the trivia. <laughs> the correct answer is C, $16,005. That's according to Wikipedia's history of wow. Microsoft. Mike, how can people, if they want to just connect with you, follow you? I mean, we have we have stylists who who listen to the show and are starting their business and you know, your even tips that you're putting out on makeup and hair. How do people follow you on social? What's what's how do they get at you? Uh, they can get at me on uh, Instagram uh, at okay. Michael Patrick Hair and uh, uh, M Reeves underscore Hair. Reeves, and, not uh, Reeves. Reeves, not Reeves. Reeves, yes. Reeves. Oh, not Reeves. 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 Correct. Uh huh. Okay. Clearing that up. <laughs> Absolutely, <Thanks>, man. <laughs> I'm I'm super excited you took some time out. I know how booked you are, so I really appreciate you joining the show today. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you having me, and, and you know, uh, you continue to do great things, and great work, man. Thank you know, I thank you for your, you know, what you're doing right now. You 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 know, you're doing something that is well needed out here, and people uh, need to get on board, man, because you are you're the man. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And if you guys want tips, tactics, and strategies to build your business, you got to get on the email list. Head over to CoreyMosley.com and learn about all the things we're doing. Entrepreneurship Confidential, our book. Learn more about Fearless Entrepreneurship Society, our membership that is just hands down where you want to be. So head over to CoreyMosley.com to get all that information. And you know we're streaming out to, I think we're up to 15, 16 on where we're going. So please make sure you subscribe on the platform that you're listening to. We're iHeartRadio, we're iTunes, we're Google Play, we're Stitcher. Uh, so subscribe, review, comment, and I thank you, thank you, thank you guys for uh, listening to another show. This has been the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast, and yes, I am Corey Mosley. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.